Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Today is the last day of Hispanic Heritage Month, and certainly South Florida is one of the places where the celebration of Hispanic heritage is vitally important. With our huge Hispanic population and from so many different countries, the influence on everything from our economy to our culture is enormous. Now, at the same time, there are many people who have come here from Latino countries who are still trying to acclimate to America and work through the system to become American citizens. Well, throughout Hispanic Heritage Month, we've been featuring some of the people who have made an impact on our community, and it is a privilege to welcome one of them. He's been with the nonprofit organization Hispanic Unity for more than two decades, and for the past two years or so, has led Hispanic Unity as president and CEO, Felipe Pinzon. Welcome to Community Focus. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you for the invitation. I am so excited to talk to you with the time that you've invested at Hispanic Unity. Our audience has heard Josie Bacayao, who was president CEO before you, and for you to then be promoted to that position after she retired, I'm sure must have been an honor with all of the time that you've dedicated. Can you give us your background at Hispanic Unity and why you became involved with the organization? Absolutely. Um, that will take us back to 2000 when I arrived from Colombia. And my sister-in-law uh, sort of suggested stop by Hispanic Community, a community-based organization in the city of Hollywood. I certainly did stop by. I got myself enrolled in English classes. Uh, I guess what I'm telling you is uh, before working for the organization, I was one of the clients. Wow. So, uh, I learned the language, um, got hired by Hispanic Community in 2002. Later, I became citizen thanks to Hispanic community. Wow. Again, you know, learned the language, became citizen, and now I'm living my own American dream. I got the honor to lead this beautiful organization. I Congratulations. I've got the chills because that is the American dream. What brought you here from Colombia? Uh, certainty. Uh, it was not safe for me, uh, my little children and my wife to continue living in our beautiful country, uh, for that reason, we have to leave Colombia and arrive here in the United States, uh, another beautiful, amazing country. We're extremely proud to be here, proud to be U.S. citizens. Well, thank you for that. Um, what is it? You obviously have a lot of love for Colombia, although you say it was not safe for you to stay there. What is it about your Hispanic heritage that really means something to you? I believe culture, our family, our traditions, uh, and certainly here in the United States during Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, an amazing opportunity to celebrate uh, the great accomplishments and contributions of the Hispanic community to this country, this economy, and this society. And we are certainly doing that at Hispanic community, celebrating our clients, staff members, and the community at large, you know, 
who's doing and everyone who's doing something uh, fantastic for this uh, amazing country. Yeah, Hispanic unity is amazing at the way you're able to help people like yourself to become acclimated to American society. And I imagine it's quite different than in other places, although the things you mentioned, the culture, the family traditions, all of those are things that we also value. We just have different traditions. And even every different kind of Hispanic country has their own traditions and certain cultures. Which different, you know, backgrounds, people of different backgrounds have you worked with at Hispanic Unity? Or is it just all? (laughs) I believe uh, 25 plus, uh, for the most part, all. That's true. And it's not just staff members, but uh, clients as well. So it's very diverse. Everyone from uh, Central and South America, as well as the Caribbean and even some places from Europe. But uh, certainly the Latino community comes from everywhere. Right. Have you found any particular differences or similarities when you're working with people from different countries? Absolutely. Um, Whether it is, uh, believe it or not, whether it's language, I mean, for the Latino community, even though we all speak Spanish, uh, we have we use different terms. Um, we have different uh, opinions and views, you know. So we have to make sure that staff that works for Hispanic community well represents that community so we can certainly, you know, um, create, you know, a good relationship with the client where they feel welcome and understood. So, so yes, uh, it, is, it is certainly different. What was the most difficult thing in getting accustomed to being in America for you? Uh, For me, I have to tell you that in my very beginnings, uh, not just family, of course, I think that that applies to everyone. But I have to tell you that I was a psychologist by training in Colombia. I was um, practicing. I had my own practice. And I was working also for one of the most, um, the greatest, you know, universities in, in Colombia. So being here, studying all over again, uh, being in entry level jobs initially was, that was, that was very rough. Yeah. That was very difficult. And I have to thank Hispanic community for the opportunity. And that's what we want to do today for everyone. I think that is uh, everyone that comes to his, to United States. I mean, they have the talent, skills. Uh, they just need that opportunity, right? So our job is to make sure that they have that opportunity so they can also achieve, uh, again, their own American dreams, whether it is buy a house, uh, start their own business, or or practice, you know, their profession, right? You know, I love that you said that because I think there are too many people who assume that if someone comes to this country from somewhere else, they are low level um, because you can't transfer your degree it doesn't mean you're less intelligent. And Absolutely. Yeah, so that has to be a tremendous frustration. Um, but at Hispanic Unity, you have pathway to citizenship classes, and you help people with the immigration process and the laws. And, and I'm sure it's fairly complicated. Can you give us an idea of what someone has to go through when they come here to become a citizen? So many things. Um, understand the systems, um, whether it is the public education system or the health uh, system, as well as the financial system. So it's, it's getting used to a new way of living, if you will. 
as well as the language. I think that for many Hispanics that come from South America and Central America, learning the language should be one of the priorities. It certainly was uh, my top priority. And, and so that's, that's difficult. It may, take, it may take several years. And of course, um, sometimes it can be, just as you just said it, you know, frustrating. Uh, for some of us, you just have to keep going and hopefully you can find, you know, one of those organizations that can give you a hand if you don't go anywhere else. I mean, come to Hispanic community because here we can help you understand, you know, what the process is, uh, paying taxes, making sure that you are also contributing to the society. You have a job, you provide for your own family. Um, and once the time comes, uh, you are a legal permanent resident and ready to become citizen. Uh, here we have all the tools and the very dedicated professionals that can help you walk through that process, you know, get ready for that immigration interview. Yeah, yeah. you can do that for everyone. What What are some of the stories that you hear from people? Because, um, you know, like you said, learning the language can be a barrier, although fortunately in South Florida, we have, you know, <laughs> such a mass population yeah. that it's easy to find people who either speak Spanish or are bilingual. Um, but to have, I'm sure you must have experienced some biases uh, when you first came here and, and people who are not yet citizens probably feel the same way. There are still, unfortunately, some people who are resentful of people who come here from other countries. How do you cope with that? And how do you teach people to cope with that, especially with your background as a psychologist? Uh, that's a fantastic question, Jess. I think that I experienced some of those biases myself. I can tell you that one of them is, is the language. Again, uh, if you don't speak it, um, people may assume that you are not educated, right? Which is completely wrong. I mean, we have uh, many immigrants, again, that come from Venezuela, Puerto Rico, um, Colombia, do have PhDs, um, master's degrees, you know, bachelor's degrees, you name it highly educated, that still don't speak the language, it takes some time. And even when they learn the language, you know, like me, you may have an accent. Yeah, that, and sometimes they may not actually pronounce some words, I mean, you know, perfectly. Uh, that that means nothing. I mean, these people are extremely well-educated, able to contribute to this society and this economy, able to get re-educated, you know, and get in jobs that pay better and, and that are meaningful to this economy. So, that, that, that's one of the most difficult, again, you know, challenges people face the language, which can create communication issues, of course, mm -hmm. as yeah. well as you said before, you know, uh, ethnicity, right? Um, some people may think that you come to the United States uh, to take um, someone else's job. Um, I don't think that that's the case. I think that for the most part, immigrants come to this country to do to work and really work hard uh, right. and to contribute. Right. I, I agree. And as a long term South Florida resident, I remember you know, when the Mariel boat lift happened in the, the 80s and, you know, all these people came from Cuba and frankly, they revitalized our community you know? right. and and became they run Miami. And um, I don't even like using the word they, you know, it's like putting people in a, a group. And I don't want to say that, but certainly the Cuban population was the first to really make a difference here in terms of the Hispanic influx. And then when everyone started coming from South America, it's just, you know, it's just 
part of our culture here now. We are a melting pot, and it's one of the things that makes South Florida such an exciting and interesting place to live. So for anyone who hears this and is from a Hispanic country and has not yet been through the process that you've been through, first of all, let's tell them how to reach Hispanic unity, and then we can talk about this full range of services you offer. Thank you, Ellen. There are many ways to um, get in contact with anyone here at Hispanic Unity, but of course, the two that come to my mind are the following. Number one, go to our website, um, www.hispanicunity.org. Navigate the website, uh, see if any of the services we offer uh, may help you. And if the answer is yes, uh, you have a way to send us an email or make a phone call to us, 954 964-8884. So uh, do not hesitate. That's the best way to contact us. If you have the time and, of course, if you have a vehicle, uh, drive to City of Hollywood. We are on Johnson Street, just east of 441. Um, Meet our fantastic caseworkers. They will be more than happy to give you a hand. Okay, wonderful. So now you mentioned the pathway to citizenship. And learning about taxes, that's a whole world in itself. Even, you know, Americans don't understand it. Uh, It's a very complicated tax system here, and it changes pretty regularly. Uh, You know, you just yesterday had a cutoff for those who had done extensions on their tax returns. But you help people with taxes all year round, right? You have classes. We do. Okay. We do. And, And that's a free service. It is a free service for the community at large, by the way. And this is a a great opportunity to remind everyone that even though our name is Hispanic Unity Florida, we are here to help everyone. You know, our mission is to empower immigrants and others to become self-sufficient, productive, and civically engaged. And 60% of the clients we serve happen to be Hispanic, but guess what? That other 40% is anyone. So that's number one that I wanted to mention. And and about taxes, um, we are the lead agency for free tax preparation services in Broward County. Dot service, as Ellen mentioned before, yes, it is for free. We have more than 14 different locations throughout Broward County, and right after tax season, as Ellen mentioned, it's extended services. So we continue providing services from a Hollywood location uh, here at 5840 Johnson Street, Hollywood. Okay. And I just want to say, you know, when you talk about you serve everyone, you don't have to be Hispanic. I think the word unity really says that. Um, sure, it's uniting people of different Hispanic heritages, but it's uniting people, just people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'm curious, when you became CEO, did you have your own vision for how you wanted to see Hispanic unity move forward and continue to make an even greater impact on the community? Uh, thank you, um, Jess. Um, and we continue working on that vision. Um, very pleased and happy to sort of lead an agency that was extremely well led by Josiva Callao, my predecessor. Uh, we got to a point that from here is just taking it to the next level. And what I have in mind is increasing access, uh, making sure that those who still don't know anything about Hispanic community and are in need of help, definitely, you know, find a way to get uh, in contact with Hispanic community. So access is one of my priorities. Number two is increasing our ability to 
do advocacy and policy. Uh, not everything can be resolved by service delivery. So some of the issues our community uh, faces are because we have some systemic issues and they have been there for some time. So the best way to address those issues is by creating new policies, uh, public policies that actually better serve the community. That's why we are in constant communication with elected officials and other stakeholders to help them understand, you know, what our clients are going through and proposing some policies that really make sense for the entire community, not just for Hispanics. Besides that, Ellen, a great focus will be on helping um, immigrant families and everyone that comes to Hispanic community increase household income. So, yes, helping uh, people put money in their pockets is one of my priorities, whether you do it through traditional employment, making sure immigrants get the vocational skills they need so they can get jobs that pay better, that offer benefits, and that can really become pro- the provider you know, for their own families. But at the same time, uh, starting your own business, uh, many immigrants don't follow the traditional employment, you know, sort of pathway. I mean, they really want to create jobs themselves. So Hispanic community uh, will take that program to the next level, continue uh, those entrepreneurs uh, do better, you know, in that specific space. And of course, you know, addressing the housing crisis is extremely important for us. There is no way we can talk about entrepreneurship or or workforce without addressing the housing issue. Last but not least, we have to continue strengthening Hispanic Communities Foundation, whether it is making sure that we recruit the best talent that is out there and we have the ability to retain staff members and, and our ability to tell the story about immigrants. Uh, we're taking that seriously. I think that we want to change the narrative about uh, immigrants uh, and, and somehow remove that anti-immigrant sentiment that is out there. And the best way for us to do it is really to become great storytellers, right? The immigrant community is doing amazing and they really contribute to this economy. So we have to share that story and we have to share the story with everyone so more people can join us um, and help us, you know, continue helping others. So that's sort of uh, my vision for the next three, five years. I'm extremely excited that we have an amazing board of directors working on this vision really hard. We just finalized our strategic plan, uh, which is going to be launched early in 2024. That is a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yes, no, it's, lot, it's just it's exciting. I, I mean, I, it is exciting. And I'm just thinking, how do you keep all of that together in your head? But that's why you're president and CEO. I know you have a tremendous background also in entrepreneurship. And when you were talking about how, you know, the immigrants want to come in and start their own businesses and create jobs, it it's very reminiscent of how women had to become entrepreneurs to find their way in the working world because there was that glass ceiling. And it's probably even harder when you come from another country and you're learning to speak the language. So, you know, that focus on education and on job preparation and really on entrepreneurship is vital. And I know you have this huge entrepreneurship summit coming up on the 20th this Friday. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. We're so excited. It's just days away from today on October 20th. Um, at NSU, the now Nova Southeastern University, the Levant Center, we are having our 10th annual Entrepreneur Summit. It's an amazing opportunity for everyone to learn about 
what it takes to run a business if you have not started one but you're thinking about it and if you are already running your own business well it's a great opportunity to network with other amazing business leaders in the community we have amazing panelists uh, who will join us that day including Lily Lopez um, the South Florida Hispanic Chamber of Commerce president and CEO. She's also the founder, as well as amazing panelists that will talk about marketing and the fusion of marketing and, and AI, artificial intelligence, as well as all the resources that are in our community in how to access even credit, right? I mean, how to get loan ready and find capital so you can actually continue growing your business. So we are bringing everyone, hopefully more than uh, 300 People will join us on October 20th. It's from 8 to 1 p.m. Uh, please visit, you know, the website and, and register for the summit. And you can do that at HispanicUnity.org. Yes, yes, they can do it. Okay. And I, I happen to be on your website. I saw there are a lot of job openings at Hispanic Unity. Um, what's that about? <laughs> Ellen, we continue growing, and I have to thank you know, all the funders and supporters for uh, continue supporting and, and the trust you know we have received from them over the years. Uh, so there are so many new programs that we have launched in the last few years, and of course we need more caseworkers. We need more. We need to grow the army, if you will. So we have people. We have some job openings in our after-school program, our free tax preparation program. We need caseworkers for the Unity 14s, that's the youth development program. We need a housing counselor, as well as people that can help us, you know, with immigration services. We need a paralegal, as well as the administrative staff who are extremely important as well to help us continue doing the work behind the scenes, you know, program assistants and other program administrators. Uh, great opportunities, uh, and I can tell you that Hispanic community makes sure that their own continue growing um, here in the organization. We promote from within. So if you are interested in joining us, it's not just about joining the agency, but also, you know, finding your dream job. So I love yes, that. This is our website. Yeah. That is wonderful. And that information also is at HispanicUnity.org. Can you apply for the job from the website? Uh, most of the times uh, you can do it. And if you cannot, give us a call, but I guess you can. Okay. But at least you can see what the positions are and what the requirements are for the position. And, you know, when you look at someone who's been with an organization for 22 years, started as a client, became an employee, and now is the head of everything, you have to know that the opportunities are tremendous. And it's obviously a great place to work because people just don't stay for two decades plus, move up at a place that's not a good working environment. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just, it's wonderful to hear about places like that. What if somebody just wants to volunteer? We have a few programs that are volunteer-driven, whether it's the free tax preparation um, program. Uh, we also, the citizenship is, is also in need of many volunteers. But guess what? Uh, you may be interested in something else, like reading to the children. So uh, please do not hesitate to reach out to Hispanic community. We'll find a space for you. And if you want to do way more than that, maybe joining one of the board committees, which is the finance, governance. Uh, here, uh, we need you as well. Or at some point, you may want even to join Hispanic Community's board of directors. So uh, please reach out. More than happy to meet with you, give you a tour, and take it from there. 
Okay. Now, what about funding? Do you need, I mean, I've heard from a number of organizations that there's been funding, for uh, cuts in funding from the state. Is that something that, I guess, nonprofits always need funding? Um, But do you need funding from the community or grants? How are you keeping things going? So we do need funding from um, the government as well as private foundations. And we are working hard to increase also individual giving, Ellen. Um, So if you are listening and you want to uh, support a beautiful cause, please um, do not hesitate to reach out. Yes, we are in need of funding because we need to help more people, more money, more mission. That's the way we call it. And we need to add capacity. Uh, Your passion is contagious. And I hope that everybody listening gets what you've got. (laughs) We need passion in our community. And if you need a starting place just to get an idea of what it's like at Hispanic Unity, check out that Entrepreneurship Summit on the 20th. Um, Information again at HispanicUnity.org. Were you going to say something? Did you want some final words? I, I want to thank you, Ellen, for the opportunity um, and the space to share more about Hispanic community. And for sure, you know, uh, to everyone who has somehow uh, helped Hispanic community over the last 41 years, helped more than 520,000 people. Wow. Uh, we are American, helping, you know, some of them achieve their own American dream. And, and yes, we need everyone to join us. So, uh, again, here I am more than happy to meet with you. Uh, give you a tour and find ways to work together. Outstanding. Thank you for your service. Thank you for coming to America. I hope you have the opportunity to visit Colombia again when you can, when it's safe. But thank you for bringing your knowledge and your culture here and sharing it with us through Hispanic Unity. Again, it's hispanicunity.org and you can call 954-964-888. Eight four Felipe Pinzon, President, CEO, you're a marvel. Thank you. Thank you, Ellen. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. You can also leave comments on our open mic feature on our app that you can download from the iTunes or App Store. We'd love to know what you think. And please join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day.